Cephas, the son of God. Who is the son of God? Who was that? Jesus, Jesus. That's what they would say. Greg and I served in um, children's church for a long time. And every answer to every question you can ever ask them is going to have three answers. One of three is either Jesus, God, or the Bible. One of those three. I don't care what you ask them. What did your mama make for dinner last night? Jesus. <laughs> every, it doesn't matter. Whatever you ask them, they're going to tell you one of those three things. So the Son of God, Jesus, was manifested that he, Jesus, might destroy the works of who? The devil. So that says to me, the purpose of Christ on this earth was to destroy the works of the enemy. So the question is, what is our purpose? It's the very same as his. Because he said, he told us, do y'all remember? He told the disciples, he said, look, the works that I do, guess who's going to do them? You're going to do them but you're not just going to do what I do. You're going to do even greater works than me. So if it says that his purpose on this earth was to destroy the works of the enemy, I think that means that that's the very same purpose that he has birthed in us. Amen? And so very clearly we see the purpose. And our purpose, again, is going to be what drives us. Let's go to Romans 9.17. And I'm not going to go back and forth to Scripture forever, but I just want to, I want to outline this for you. I want you, and I'm a teacher by day, so, you know, I want to make sure that y'all understand what it is we're saying, because there is a definite difference between your purpose and your calling. All right, so here in verse 17, it says, For the Scripture says to the Pharaoh, For this very purpose I have raised you up, that I might show my power in you, and that my name may be declared in all the earth. So, our purpose, destroy the works of the enemy. How are we going to do that? Look at what it says. We're going to show God's power in us. We're going to declare his name in all the earth. So, he very clearly is telling us, this is my purpose, daughter. This is my purpose, son. I have created you to destroy the works of the enemy. And you're not going to do it by yourself. You're going to do it through my power. And you're going to do it through my name. Because what did he say about the name of Jesus? He said the name of Jesus is the name above what? Every name. So he's promised me that when I declare the name of Jesus, that name of Jesus is above any name that the enemy can try to throw my direction. So let's talk about our calling. All right? So I just defined. I said my purpose is my reason for existence. You know, we want to know as human beings, why am I here? Okay, that's, that's my purpose. My purpose is why I'm here. It is why we do what we do. It is our very reason for existence. It is our destination. So knowing this, I know that the reason I was created was to carry the power of God, to declare the name of Jesus, and to destroy the works of the enemy. Amen? So let's look at our calling. So in the midst of our purpose, we have a calling. And the calling, I'm going to give y'all a definition of what it says. This is what it says in Webster's Dictionary. And I just love this because, look, Webster's Dictionary can be led by the Holy Ghost. (laughs) They can. All right, so this is the definition. It says, a calling is a strong inner impulse towards a particular course of action, 
accompanied by conviction of divine influence. Wow. Webster's Dictionary. I'm going to read it again. A strong inner impulse. Man, who put that inner impulse there? Maybe the Holy Spirit, right? Towards a particular course of action. That means he wants us to do something. Accompanied by conviction of divine influence. So a calling is going to be, we said, we said purpose is why we do it. A calling is going to be how we get the purpose done. It's what in this life have we been created to do. Now I'm going to tell you, the very first calling that you have is to become a, a child of the Most High God. That is the first calling. Because if you, don't, if you don't step into that calling, then nothing else is going to fall into place, right? And so the very first calling that we're going to have, we're going to be led into a relationship with our Jesus. And then once that relationship has been established and we start to grow in him, then he is going to bring to surface some abilities, He's going to bring to surface some gifts that he's placed inside of you. He's going to bring some, to surface some talents that you may not even have recognized that you had. And that calling, sometimes it's referred to as the high calling, is what most people struggle with the most. And whenever we pastor people, a lot of times they'll say, I just don't know what my calling is. I just don't know what my calling is. Well, start by doing, this is Paul Gray's mantra, right? Start by doing what? something, okay? Start there. And that whatever you have a passion for is really an indicator of what has God called and created you to do. And your passion is not going to be the same as everybody else's. You know, we use Miss Jody because it's easy. We know Miss Jody has a passion to cook. She uses that passion in a very significant way. She's even wearing a dress today with food on it, in case y'all didn't see her. She's looking really cute. She even has earrings. They're carrots. Y'all need to look. I'm like, only my friend Jody, only. So, and she pulls it off beautifully. But her, that is her passion. But her passion, she understands, does not identify her purpose. And that is where we as believers have gotten a little confused. Okay? We've kind of mixed up calling with purpose. And sometimes we get so set on finding that thing, the what, that we forget about what is the original purpose. So let's go back. Our original purpose is to do the same thing Jesus did. We're going to declare the name of Jesus. We are going to carry the power of God. And we are going to be instruments in destroying the works of the enemy. And so whatever that thing or that what is or that how, we're going to get that done, it all should reflect back to our purpose. And so many times we get those two things confused. Okay, so here's an example. Modes of transportation. Let's think about that for just a minute. Modes of transportation. Y'all thinking of some in your head? Okay, the purpose of any mode of transportation is to get us from point A to what? Point B, and our feet are even modes of transportation, right? That is the purpose. Point A to point B, that is the purpose. Yes? Okay. The calling of a mode of transportation would be which type do I need in the moment? What type of calling do we need in the moment? 
So if we're talking about modes of transportation, if I'm going to go right down that stop sign down there, I may not want to waste my gas cranking up my car to just get to the stop sign. Okay, what could I use? What are some things we could use? Besides our feet, we could use what? A bike. What else? A, a scooter. Somebody said a scooter. Roller skates. We could use a skateboard. We could ride on Chris Lewis's back. Okay. Whatever. Okay, we're not going that far, right? Chris, Chris, I believe you could do it. I really believe you could do it. Okay, we might get a horse. I don't know. But if I want to go to Bossier, I'm not going to take a skateboard, bicycle, or Chris Lewis's back, okay? <laughs> I'm probably going to get in my car and crank it, right? Why? Because that is the mode of transportation needed in the moment. That is what I need to use in order to accomplish the purpose. What is the purpose? To get from Minden to where? Bossier. And so God has gifted us and equipped us with all of these different gifts and talents because our calling is needed in different ways. God doesn't need me to cook. <laughs> There's about five things I do really well, and I say three of them are salads, okay? So that doesn't count as cooking. Look, Jody's like, you make a good salad. I can make a good salad, but that does not count as cooking. So he didn't need me to do that in order to increase the kingdom. He needs Jody to do that. And I guess the question is, you know, how are we using, how are we using our calling? Is our calling being used for our purpose? Or is our calling being used as an identity? And that is easy to do. I'm a school teacher. And so much I go out, Miss Lee, Miss Lee, Miss Lee. I think my students work at every fast food restaurant in Minden, or previous students. Yeah, Tyler's one. He's shaking his head. Yeah. And so that is it's so easy for that to become part of my identity because I've been doing it for a really, really long time, 25 years. Good Lord Jesus. I can't believe it. So that has become, if I allow it, part of why I do what I do, if I allow it. But I have to remember that my calling to teach should be directly tied to my purpose as a daughter of the Most High God. God has called me to teach because my purpose is to carry his name. My purpose is to show his power. My purpose is to walk into the school and carry peace when there may be chaos. My purpose is to speak words of encouragement whenever I don't feel like it, <laughs> and when others might not be encouraged. Does that not mean that sometimes I fail to walk in my calling well? We all have been there, right? But the question is, is my, pur or is my calling tied to my purpose? So, again, let's talk about our calling as a mom, okay? I said that this applies to everything, because it does. Understand, your purpose applies to everything God has called you to do. Okay, and there's different seasons of life where he's going to need you to do different things. There's going to come a time where I'm no longer a school teacher, but I'm not going to be done because I know that he's called me to teach. And so that means he's going to have me teaching something else, possibly the word. And so I understand that every calling has a season to it. And as moms, the thing about moms <laughs> is that we wear a whole lot of different hats, ladies. Yes, 
we wear a ton of hats. Okay, we're going to dim the lights for a minute, and y'all get my pictures ready. And so all these hats that we wear, we don't necessarily, we were not necessarily prepared for them, okay? Was every woman in this room prepared for motherhood? If you were, you better pat yourself on the back, and you're going to do mom classes at some point in time is all I'm saying. Because we are not necessarily prepared for all of the tasks that being a mother or a parent, not just a mom, involve. There's a lot to it. So I'm going to read a couple to y'all. Okay, so here's the first one. Caretaker and physician. Let's put up our first picture. Caretaker and physician. Wrong picture. (laughs) That's not it either. Picture number one. I even numbered them. Oh, well, there there we go, caretaker and physician. The kid is crying because I wiped his nose. Has any mama ever been there before? They get that little crusty stuff on their nose, and you got to get it off because you can't stand it, and then you go to wipe it, and you get a temper tantrum, right? Okay, can't stand it. Caretaker, physician. Chef, now this one, (laughs) again, not gifted. Chef. And nutritionist, nutritionist. She's not allowed to drink toilet bowl cleaner, and she's upset. Okay, now I personally never had my tell my kids not to drink toilet water, and I'm thankful for that. But some of you in the room may have had to do that at some point in time. Some of you youth may have drank toilet bowl water at some point in time. This might explain this might explain some things. Yes. All right. So we said caretaker and physician. Chef and nutritionist. All right, number three, personal shopper and stylist. Personal shopper and stylist. Not that one, although she needs a personal shopper and stylist. Yeah. There we go. I won't let her wear dirty underwear as a hat. For some reason, Claire, I can see Winnie trying to do that. I don't know why. I can just see Winnie doing that. So we have to deter (laughs) and direct our children in what is appropriate. Yes. (laughs) What's appropriate to eat or drink or wear? And this is just when they're little, right? Okay, next one. We serve as bouncers. We serve as bouncers. That one. That's, That's the one. It says, his brother took one, one chip from his bowl. Mamas, have you ever been there? Complete and total meltdown. And that still happens sometimes in the Lee house, not going to lie. They'll put, they're teenagers, and if they have leftovers, and the leftovers go in the fridge, and the other one gets a leftover, oh my goodness, we are in trouble, okay? Yeah, because I don't feed them, right? Because I'm not a chef. Yep, I don't. All right, (laughs) so all of that is just when they're little, now, then we get into the preteen, teenage years, number five, and y'all have already seen Wednesday. And this is so true. Okay? Love you, Zoe. The look I get when I say good morning to my teen daughter. Is that, am I the only one that gets that look at times? Okay. Y'all are acting like y'all don't have a clue what I'm talking about. Destiny's shaking her head no. I, apparently, apparently, everybody's kids in here are perfect all the time, and I just didn't know it. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> So preteen years, sometimes we got to be a counselor and a motivator. And then, the things, don't put anything else up, we're teacher and tutor, 
We're organizer and maid. Mm-hmm. We are sometimes an entertainer and tour guide, especially when they're little. And, and, and they start getting like around seven, eight years old. I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. What are we doing next? What are we doing next? Where are we going? What are we doing, Mom? Where are we going? Okay, some of you do that now, and you're older than seven or eight. All right, so <laughs> entertainer and tour guide, decorator. Sometimes we just got to help, right? Therapist, and this one is a big one when they start getting into those preteen years. Taxi or bus driver, because something at about age 11, where they start making plans with their friends without talking to you about it, thinking they got a ride to go somewhere. Do y'all know what I'm saying? They make all these plans, and then they say, oh, such and such, we're going here. Well, how do you plan on getting there? Because you don't drive a car. So, taxi driver. Now, this one is the best one. When they get to be old enough to date... You become police officer and Jedi. Because this is how your teen daughter looks at her date, and that is how Greg Lee sees the date. Okay? Darth Vader comes out. So all of these are things that encompass what we do as moms. Y'all can lift the lights, turn the lights back up. All of those things. And the thing is, is we're not prepared for any of them except through the power of the Holy Spirit. And so it's so important that we recognize in the midst of all these, because moms, I, I get it. Sometimes we get so busy in doing all these things and other things that God's called us to do that we forget about what is the reason for all of those things. What is the purpose for all of those things? Because our purpose is to grow and develop young men and women of God that want to do the very thing that God has asked of them, and that is to destroy the works of the enemy. We want to create a legacy where our children's children are destroying the works of the enemy. And how are they doing that? Declaring his name. Yes, they're declaring his name. And they are carrying his power into places wherever they go. But again, what I've seen, and this is not to put condemnation on anyone in this room, but I'm just telling you things I see on Facebook, especially today. Picture of your children, my purpose and the reason for living. And I'm not trying to be condemning. I love my kids with every ounce of fiber inside of me. And that is exactly how God loves us. When we love, we love our kids. And it hurts, it hurts us when they hurt, when we see them go through things. But my identity, who I am, is not just mom. My calling is not just mom. It is one of many. And my identity, they're not my reason for living. Now, I live... And I help to train them up. But they, as hard as it is to say it, are not my reason for living. My reason for living is to take the purpose. Well, yeah, Greg, too. Yeah, he's over here. My reason for living is to take this out, out. And we get so caught up in our, you know, calling as a mom, and we take on that identity, and what happens? We get tired, 
And this can happen with any calling, not just mother calling. Anything we do in life, anything God has called us to do in, the, in that season or in that moment. And we get tired because we take that calling on as an identity, and it was never meant to be our identity. We only have one, and that's who we are in Christ. So what do we do when we get tired and we get to where the calling is just, we feel like it's too much? It's time to lean into him. It's time to trust him. So I'm going to read y'all a list of things we can do to lean into him. And this is for everybody. This isn't just for mamas. Number one, we could fast. Now, in Acts chapter 13, we're not going to put it up. Y'all don't have to put it up. Uh, Paul and Silas, or not Paul and Silas, Paul and Barnabas were getting ready to go out and spread the gospel. Now, I'm going to tell you, Paul had received the calling to spread the gospel 11 years prior. 11 years had passed. And y'all go in and read it in Acts 13. And then it says in 13, they were fasting and they were, they were magnifying God. And God said to them, it's now time. It's now time for you to do the very thing that I called you to do. It's now time to take my message out into the world to the Jews and the Gentiles. It is now time to do that. So what had he been doing for 11 years? He'd been doing the same thing he was doing then. He was magnifying God. He was fasting. He was serving. And so in the, the midst, why do we do that? Because, or why did Paul do that? To build character. He had to get himself to a place where he was ready. And sometimes as parents, there's never a time you're going to, everybody says this, there, there's never been a time where you're ready. Have y'all heard that before? <laughs> it's true to an extent because it's so much more than what you thought. <laughs> it really is. But that's why it's so important that as we're going through this season in our life, and all the seasons with our kids are different, and everybody says, oh, I can't wait to get them out of the house. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, you don't stop being a parent when they leave your house, do you? Y'all know, some of y'all have adult children, and I will say this, having an adult child is harder than having a toddler, because when they become an adult, you have zero control over the choices they make, and so what do you do? You do these things I'm about to say. So we start, we fast. We pray. The word says pray without ceasing. We praise because he inhabits our praises. We worship because he tells us, I need you to worship me in spirit and in truth. We serve because whatever we do, whatever he's called us to do, we want to do it as unto the Lord. We study. Why? Because we need to renew our mind and we study to show ourselves approved. We meditate because it says meditate day and night to observe and do. And then it says in Joshua, then I'm going to make you prosperous and then you will have good success. We declare. My kids are going to live and not die and they're going to declare the works of the Lord. We trust. We trust in the Lord with all of our heart. We lean not to our own understanding. In all our ways, what are we going to do? Acknowledge him. We're going to point right back to our purpose. We're declaring who he is. Going right back to our purpose. In all our ways, we acknowledge him. And then it says, what is he going to do? He's going to direct our steps, right? We rest. Greg has been talking about resting for a while. We rest. Why do we rest? Because it says, come to me, all who labor. We get tired. Things get heavy. And we can't find the rest that we need in the things of this world. There's only one way to find true rest. And that is in the presence of God. And last but not least, we walk in love. We walk in love. Because we walk by faith and not by sight. 
Guys, sometimes things that we're, we're called to, the things that we're called to don't necessarily look the way that we think they're supposed to. Whether it is motherhood or whether it is an occupation or a job, and we step into it and we know in our heart of hearts that it's where we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be doing, but it's hard. God never said it was going to be easy. Now, he's going to make it easier. How? Through his rest. Through his rest, but only if we choose to. So we're going to walk by faith and not by sight. And we're going to walk in love. And, you know, here's the deal. Even Jesus had his time where he had to take away from everybody else and just get into the presence of the Father. Even Jesus had to do this. So if Jesus had to do all of these things that I just said, how much more do we have to do all of those things that I just said? All of us. And so, guys, look, this calling as a parenthood doesn't come with a manual, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't say, if this happens, then do this. But that's why knowing God and having his spirit on the inside of us, there is no replacement. Because what he does is he speaks to us in those times where we don't know what to do in our human brain, right? And he tells us how to handle difficult situations. And sometimes those difficult situations seem bigger and bigger than you could ever even imagine. But God is always faithful and he's always good. So we're going to play a little video as a tribute to our moms and then we're going to pray over you guys this morning. Uh, thanks, moms. All right, so we want all our moms to come forward. If y'all just come on down, we're going to pray over you this morning, and then we've got a gift for you ladies. If you're a mother, don't be shy. I know not everyone, uh, some of you are guests this morning, but look, what do we say, CCAM? They may be a guest today, but what are they ne- next week? Family, family, that's right. <laughs> 